0: to the Rick Z Show. I'm your host, Rick Z. And before we start today's episode, I want to extend a hearty congratulations to our very own producer, Rusty Johnson. He managed to get himself married. Congratulations, Rusty. Thank you. Congratulations. And Fabiola has been great. She has seen many tapings of The Rixie Show. She's even cooked for The Rixie Show. So oh, we, yeah. we appreciate that very much. And now back to our regularly scheduled programming. On today's show, we have a really talented guy and a fun musician and a good friend. He is the leader of a band called the T McCann Band. I'm talking about T McCann himself, Terry McCann. Terry, welcome to the Rick Z Show.
1: I'm delighted to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: It's so great to have you here. I'd like to go back and review step-by-step step your whole musical career, but before we do that, I'd like to start in the present with the T McCann Band. Now, you are T McCann. Who else is in the band?
1: The T McCann Band is a an eclectic group of gentlemen musicians, Um Currently, our lineup is um, Richie Williams from Kingston on guitar and Sean Gallagher from Ryanbeck on accordion. We have a fiddle player, Scott Moore. Um, he's from Chicago. And then our piper, Stephen Gara, is from uh, West London, but
0: he just recently moved to Beacon. And you're the singer and lead guitar player of the band?
1: I actually play, I play a little bit of guitar with the band, but I play mainly mandolin. And sing.
0: And who writes these songs?
1: Um, most of the songs that the Tim McCann Band plays are um, in the Irish public domain. So they're like...
0: Like um, Irish standards.
1: Yeah, Irish standards. Some of them 50, 100 years old.
0: So, of the folk ilk. Yes. Do you ever listen to Irish music that's newer or anything like that? I mean, I know there's a lot of punk rock bands that are Irish. You know, the Pogues are a classic example, but you got the Drop Kip Murphys and you got the uh, Flogging Molly. And you ever listen to stuff like that?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, um, my Piper um, played in an original uh, Celtic rock band out in um, in England. And they uh, they toured, uh, that band was Neck, and they toured with Dropkicks and stuff, so my Piper's a stalwart in the Irish music scene.
0: And when it comes to playing well, more specifically, writing Irish music, who are your influences? I mean, you, you do classic folk music mm. from Ireland. Is that like the Clancy Brothers? Those guys are like the Beatles of uh, classic Irish folk.
1: Yeah, what's really cool is, so um, I grew up, um, my parents were always playing the Clancy Brothers, Tommy Makem, and Clancy. Um, my buddy Stephen, who's um, from West London, when he, he was listening to mainly the ch- uh, um, the Chieftains a little bit, but the Dubliners, and the, the Dubliners are like the Irish band for people in England. And I think it's it probably has something to do with the folk revival in New York, why the Clancy's came over here, and they were more popular here. So I knew who the Dubliners were, but the the Clancy's were, were mainly the records that I was listening to.
0: So you've heard a lot of that stuff, you know, long in your past. When you were a kid, you kind of grew up with it then, right? Yeah, man. So it must be gratifying going out and playing that stuff. Are there a lot of places to play when you're an Irish band? I noticed that I've I've tracked your progress over the years. You play a lot, and all of the incarnations of your band you played a lot, Terry. I've noticed I've seen your name a lot at Mahoney's, for example, which is kind of an Irish pub in Poughkeepsie, New York. Do you still play there?
1: Um, now and again, yeah, we do. Um, I played there f- for many, many Sundays, years in a row, with my brothers in Makana. The Irish pub is, it's a Sunday afternoon. It's family friendly. It's its really wide appealing for all people in all cultures. So. And you
0: do a lot of uh, festivals and things like that, I noticed.
1: I do, yeah. We just played the uh, the Hooli on the Hudson there, That. Um, Labor Day weekend there in Kingston, mm-hmm. yeah, that's uh, we we've,
0: we've been there for years and years. Is there trouble finding places to play when you're specifically an Irish band?
1: No. No, not at all. Any bar that serves alcohol is usually delighted to have an Irish band. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it today. And you, you are the Irish band. So we're going We're going to talk a lot about things that you've done and uh, our connection, our personal connection as well. Before we do any of that, I would love to give our listeners a little taste of what you sound like. I noticed that you brought your guitar. One of the great things about having your own show is you get musicians come over and we'll just play for you. You know, just play some music. I would love it if you would play some.
1: All right. So this is the star of the County Down. Go for it.
2: says i to a passerby who's that maid with the nut-brown hair well, he smiles at me and he said says he that's the gem in ireland's crown young rosie mccann from the banks of the ban she's the star of the county town from bantry bay up to terry I'm ma-
0: great Terry I love Irish music that gets my Irish roots all in an uproar I I saw you dancing (laughs) I couldn't help it I could you've got such a percussive style great guitar playing by the way thanks who wrote that song
1: the star of the county down um, I'm actually not sure if it's credited with someone um modern enough the thing about Irish music is like you know, there's there's Brendan Behan And there's there's people that have their name On many of the tracks But some of it is just part of the folk music
0: It's a traditional It is Yeah, I mean, this way I don't have to be nervous That we're in copyright infringement territory Because I don't think these guys Are coming for their copyrights anytime nah, soon No, not a worry it's been a hundred years or something like that So we got a lot of ground to cover I want to go back to the beginning now And talk to you about Some of your early music experiences I remember you When you were very young We grew up in the same town Red Hook, New York That's right Go Raiders Uh, Go Raiders And you were You are quite a bit younger than me but when I was in high school, probably 17 years old or so, you used to come over and knock on my door. I don't know if you remember this, but you'd come over and you wanted to play my Yamaha electric guitar that I had. Yeah, man And you would knock on the door and say, can I play the guitar? Can I play your guitar? You were probably eight years old, maybe seven, eight, nine. I don't know, something like that. You had to walk a long way. It's like a mile or something
1: Yeah. for a young oh, kid. The, the other
0: end of town. The other end of town. And you would knock on my door, and I said, okay, there, there's rules. Uh, you can absolutely play it, but you have to go upstairs and sit on my bed, and I have to hand this guitar to you. And then you play, and when you're done, yell to me, and I'll come and I'll take the guitar away from you, and I'll I'll put it away. And you adhered to those rules very strictly. A lot of discipline for a young kid, because you wanted to play that thing. yeah. And, and I just knew... This guy's going to do something with his music because you were so interested in guitar at such a young age. It reminded me of me at that age. Yeah, man. Thanks
1: for the support. It was. I mean, it's so important when when older people are meeting younger people and you know passing it on. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm a big believer in that. Moving on, I didn't see you for another eight or nine years. It's not that I didn't see you. Our families know each other a bit, and we would cross paths from time to time. But musically, I didn't know what you were up to until. You were about the age I was when you came to borrow my guitar. I don't know how old I was. You were probably a junior in high school or something like that. And you started a band called Radio Child. Yeah,
1: Radio Child, back... Wow. I always
0: wondered about Radio Child, where you got that name. Was that like a cross between Radiohead and Voodoo Child?
1: We actually didn't know about the band Radiohead, Um, We came up with Radio Child, my buddy uh, Matt Guskey and I. I've been in many bands with him throughout late middle school and all throughout high school. And he was just, he was a really creative dude. He actually came up with that radio child, you know, like a kid, an image of a kid growing up listening to the radio, like the music is is raising him. The music is forming.
0: Like raised on radio. Yeah, raised on radio. Oh, that's really cool. I I always wondered, I remember you guys were very loud. I remember that.
1: That's, yeah. (laughs) Well, we were in high school.
0: You were playing rock and roll. You were all sugared up on iced tea and you know whatever yeah. and I had asked you guys to open for my band the Rick Z band at a well basically a dive Jerry's
1: in- what Jerry's Trail Blossom yes. Trail or something you got
0: it yeah. Jerry's Blossom Trail yeah I remember Tower. that man it was a real dive, but it was a great place to play. We used to play there all the time, mm-hmm. and you guys came and did a set opening for us. Right, and you played I don't know forty five minutes or something like that, and then we went on afterwards. Was that your first gig? Um,
1: that that was probably our first gig in a um, you know in a, in a place that served alcohol. But no, we had done firehouses, uh, school dances, basements um, for high school parties and stuff.
0: But your first official gig in a bar.
1: My first official gig in a bar would probably be that, yeah. Or or do do you count that there was a juice bar for kids that my band played at probably around the same time. I don't know if, if Jerry's was before that, but th- do you remember the, there was like a juice bar that kids could play in?
0: And it sounds really familiar. I was yeah, out of that the, scene by that time. The uh, Escape
1: Club, that's oh, what it was. Oh, the Escape Club. Yeah. I used
0: to play there um, many years prior to that. But uh, no, I I, I I didn't hang out in that place at that time, but any experience is good experience if you guys could practice or had a place to play for anyone. Initiating you into the bar scene... yeah. Uh, I guess it's your fault. Uh, uh, it's my <laughs> fault. This is Well, it's all been uphill, luckily, yeah. for you since then, because I, I see your name out there all the time. You've been really consistent. And this leads me to your next band, because then you kind of dropped out of sight, again, off of my radar only mm-hmm. at that time. And then you reemerged a handful of years later in this band called Green Marine. Yeah. Yeah. Rock band with my brothers. Now, it's not... Green Maureen, it's Green Maureen. Green Maureen, yeah. Right, because Maureen is your sister. It's my sister, yeah. You come from a large Catholic Irish family, yep. the quintessential Irish Catholics, and six of you's, right? You've got uh, you and Timmy are the youngest, and in the middle you got Ryan and Brendan, and the oldest is Maureen and Colin. And Correct. Maureen was in my grade. We graduated from high school together, and Colin was the year ahead of me, and so was my sister, Debbie And Debbie and Colin dated. Right. And I think that was the initial connection between the families. Mm -hmm. And we've been friends ever since. About the time that um,
1: I was playing guitar with you, uh, Debbie also gave me a couple voice lessons and uh, piano lessons.
0: Right. My sister's a music teacher. Yeah. And I didn't know that. Yeah. You mentioned it before the show. And that's really interesting. Yeah.
1: I think we played like uh, maybe some extreme songs. She showed me some stuff in see. We also did Fire and Rain. Fire and Rain, James yeah. Taylor.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what happened to Green Marine?
1: Green Marine? Um, well, it was my brother, three of my brothers and my dear friend, uh, Michael Piastro, a really good um, electric guitar lead player. No, three of us, three brothers. So um, my brother Colin on drums, my brother Ryan on bass. Um, I played guitar and sang lead, and then Michael played electric guitar and lead.
0: I actually have one of your albums from from Green Marine. Really? Yeah, I do. Yep, I've had it for a long time. Since you guys made it, I kept it all this... All this time, all oh these my years. Gosh. Now, what about after that? Was it the Mystic Minstrels came right after that?
1: Yeah. So, so I played. I was playing rock um, music, okay. and I, I was a Irish step dancer as a kid. Um, so I've I've always had an affinity for Irish music. I was listening to Irish music, but all the music that I was creating and, and making was, you know, bas- basic uh, straight rock and roll. Around uh, 2001, I met with Stuart Deusos, who was in a band, um, the uh, Shaman. Um, they'd played wetlands and stuff and renaissance fairs and witches' balls and all this you know, with really hard driving jigs and reels and mm-hmm. and he was on the lookout for he was starting a solo band that he he was going to call the mystic Minstrels, and he was looking for a guitarist that could drive drive the rhythm the way that he wanted to hear it, and so he we met outside of a of a movie theater. And he just saw that I had long hair, which is probably a uniform for musicians. And he said, you play guitar, right? And I was like, yep, absolutely. He's like, have you ever thought about being in an Irish band? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'd, I'd be happy to. So Green Marine was kind of um, dying out a little bit then. And so I joined with uh, Stuart and his wife, uh, Kathy. And we were a power trio of Irish music. You know, ma- Mainly, I would say, more um, jigs and reels and really driving Irish sets that was really good drinking and dancing music, and then maybe a third of what we did were songs
0: was Stuart a mentor to you oh my God yeah and what, ruthless. What did he teach you and how did he teach you?
1: So he taught me to how to back Irish um, Irish traditional music so he, he's a he's an awesome amazing fiddle player, you know really, really tight driving sets of of jigs and reels and he taught me how to how to back on Irish guitar like how to do a proper jig stroke and how to um, how to drive reels and, and really back. You know, the, the Irish acoustic guitar is not part of the traditional. Like 200 years ago, there wasn't there probably wasn't Irish backing guitar, but it has since become a really important piece of live Irish music.
0: So that was a very fateful moment meeting him because you went into Irish music. I mean, that's really largely what you do, correct?
1: Oh, right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, mainly. Yeah. I mean, I'll... I'll I'll jam on a, on anything. I just did. I played a, in a Bob Dylan tribute band um, just for fun. We just did a one-off. I didn't know that. Yeah, just this summer. It was Tributopia too. I was in the Free Will and Bob tribute band, but it was it was nice just to you know play other kinds of music.
0: Love Dylan. Yeah, I'm trying to get him on the show. He's he's <laughs> not real receptive. Robert, oh yeah, Robert Zimmerman.
1: Yeah, he he should.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll keep trying. Yeah. You know, I noticed you have a bunch of CDs you've made. They're all laid out on my table. Another thing I love about the Rick Z Show is I, I always get CDs, you know, which is great. All this great local music. I'd love to hear something off it before we continue with this fascinating timeline. Could we play something off of one of your albums?
1: Sure. So this is actually, I was a guest guitarist. So during the time that I was recording with Mystic Minstrels, there was a family, the Dugan family. They had a couple of young uh, hot kids that were playing um harp and fiddle, Charlotte Dugan and Connor Dugan, and they had me as a guest on on this track, Bonaparte's Retreat. So I'm just playing Irish rhythm guitar, but it'll give you kind of a feel of what it sounds like. Let's take a listen.
0: CDs with a team of Can band?
1: We have one. There's one CD that's out right now.
0: What's the name of it?
1: All for the grog.
0: All for the grog?
1: Yeah. Drink up.
0: <laughs> is is that a typical Irish notion?
1: To drink up? Yeah. Well, you know, Rick, alcohol is the cause of most of the world's problems.
0: Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it
1: turns out it's also the solution to most of the world's problems.
0: Wonderful. I, I did not know that. Yeah. I know that I'm half Irish, so I, I, I can only finish like half a drink every time. Oh. I don't, I don't know why that is. Really? Well, <laughs> not every time. I so have a whole bunch of half drinks. Sometimes I, sometimes I persevere. Yeah, so do um, you want to hear the, the title track of that album? I would love to hear the title track of the, the T. McCann album.
1: All right, this is All For
0: Me Grog. All For Me Grog, T. McCann.
1: Across the Western Ocean I must
2: wonder Where are me boots, me noggin' noggin' boots? They've all gone for beer and tobacco for the heels they all worn out and the toes are kicked about And the soles are looking out for better weather And it's all for me grog, me tolly tolly grog It's all for me beer and tobacco I spent all me tin on those lassies drinking gin Across the western ocean I a wonder Where is me shirt, me noggin noggin shirt It's all gone for beer and tobacco For the collar is all worn and the sleeves they are all torn And the buttons are looking out for better weather And it's all for me grog, me jolly jolly grog It's all for me beer and tobacco I Spent all me tin on those lassies drinking gin ocean no? i must wonder where is me wench me noggin noggin wench she's all gone for beer and tobacco Where her whoop is hanging out and her whoops is knocked about yeah my wench is looking out for better weather and it's all for me grog me jolly jolly grog it's all for me beer and tobacco on those lassies drinking gin across mm-hmm. western ocean, I am must wonder where is me bed, me noggin, noggin bed? It's all gone for beer and tobacco. Well, I to it to a whore, and now the sheets are torn and the springs are looking out for better weather. And it's all for me grog, me jolly, jolly grog. It's all for me beer and tobacco. Spent all me tin on those asses drinking gin Across the western ocean I was wonder I'm sick in the head and I haven't been to bed Since first I came over I spent all my dough on the lassies moving slow Across the Western Ocean I must wander And it's it's all all for me grog, me jolly jolly grog It's all for me me beer and tobacco I spent all me tin on those lassies drinking gin Across the Western Ocean I must wander And it's It's all for me grog, me jolly jolly jolly, grog It's all for me beer and tobacco. tobacco Gin on those lassies drinking gin across the western ocean i must wander it's across the western
0: ocean i must wander very good very good terry we've got all kinds of stuff to talk about still including mccanna which mm-hmm. is a band you had a while back now i remember mccanna did very well uh, I always saw McCanna around. I stopped in once or twice and listened. And you guys were really good. You guys got to the point where you were a jamming band, and this was you and mostly your brothers, mm-hmm. right? Yep, McCanna is a is a
1: take on the name uh, McCann. It's actually an older version of McCann. Many of the members from Green Maureen. So what happened was the Mystic Minstrels. We had a standing gig at Mahoney's down there every fourth Sunday of the month. But Stuart and his wife were leaving. They were Stuart and Kathy were moving to Puerto. Rico, And so I wanted to fill that slot still. And my brother, Brendan, who was the head of a, a band out in Japan, uh, kind of a folk rock band, uh, Roadgrass, he was moving home with his wife and kids. And so I said, all right, Brendan's moving home. We'll start up an, a new band and we'll, we'll play Irish music. Colin playing drums, Ryan playing bass, and then my brother Brendan returning from Japan. He already played guitar. So myself on guitar and mandolin. And then um, we brought a fiddle player in, a friend of mine, Dave Cafasso, and we formed a five-piece Makana. And we played every fourth Sunday of the month down there at at Mahoney's. It just just grew from there. How long were you guys together? Years. Yeah, I knew it was
0: a long time and Mm -hmm. I knew you were a very musical person. You're a really good guitar player and singer. But I had no idea that the rest of your family could play. I didn't know that Colin could drum. I I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew he was a big Peter Gabriel fan back in high school. I knew he had a lot of interest in music. As everyone in the family did, but I didn't know how musical they were until I saw Makana for the first time. Or Makana, as you like to call it. Right. On. I guess that's the real pronunciation, Makana. Right? Either one, I don't think it matters. Okay. Yeah. Can we hear something from Makana? Sure. Let's listen to The Jug of Punch. The Jug of Punch. Yeah. By Makana. Here we go.
2: One evening in the month of June, as I was sitting with me glass and spoon, a small bird sat on an ivy bunch. And the song he sang was a jug of punch. Toralurlu, a Toralurlu, tor A small bird sat on an ivy bunch. And the song he sang was a jug of punch. But more diversion can a man desire than to sit him down by an alehouse fire? Upon his knee a pretty wench, and upon the table a jug of punch to la la loo to-ra-la-la-loo la la Upon his knee a pretty wench And upon the table a jagged punch And if I get drunk, well, me money's me own you don't like me you leave me alone I'll tune my fiddle and I'll rosin my bow I'll be whacking... When he's snug outside I'm a jug punch woo And when I'm dead and I'm in my grave No costly tombstone will punch at my head
0: Who wrote that song? Again, this is predates old traditional stuff. You'd have
1: to look it up, yeah.
0: But you write your own material
1: with the Irish music. For for the most part, we're we're not writing stuff. We're like interpreting older songs and like revamping, it, you know, changing a, a time signature, maybe adding a, a few lyrics here and there. But for the most part, these are these are songs in the public domain.
0: Okay, but prior to the Irish thing that you do, mm-hmm. you had a lot of different bands that weren't Irish, right? Did you write for those bands? I
1: did, yeah. How many songs do you have? Oh, God, I, I don't even know.
0: Do you like writing?
1: Um, yeah, I do. I haven't, I haven't written a lot with the Irish music because just with the Irish music alone, I have you know, over five hours of lyrics and chords and performance. So there isn't a lot of room for a new Irish song in what I'm doing. There's so much traditional
0: I mean, I don't even know how one would go about writing an Irish song specifically. Do you just talk about Irish things or is there a certain bent to an Irish song, a certain lilt?
1: A phenomenon that happened a lot um, in, the, in the 40s and then in the, in the 60s and 70s and even later is Irish songs will have the same melody and then every few decades a new version will come out for instance there's a song um, Roddy McCorley, which is a more traditional tune we'll, we can hear that in a second but my my piper calls it Sean South so Roddy McCorley, when it when it was written was much older and then someone rewrote a song about some Irish rebels maybe in this maybe in the 70s and it was called Sean South so he calls that melody Sean South, even though it's an earlier recording. So that'll happen a lot. There's um, there's a song called The Hot Asphalt, which is also Johnny Get Up from the Fire, which is also another song that mm-hmm. that my buddy um the, the guitarist in the in my current band Richie Williams Richie Williams calls it something about pubs, like an Irish pub song or something like that. But it's mm-hmm. all the exact same melody with different lyrics.
0: Well, I love Irish music, and I love the way that you play it. And uh, I just wish you the best of luck with T. McCann. Is that the thing that's going on now? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you just want to play locally in Irish pubs, or do you want to go a little further?
1: Yeah, I'm absolutely. I don't really have a... Um, Anyone managing it we just kind of do whatever whatever bubbles up whatever comes in. I'm not an intelligent or an organized person, but I I do like to play. I do like to to make a good party. Yeah, we're willing we're willing to do whatever.
0: Well, I know your band is very popular and although our time is starting to wind up, I I want to hear something else. This is going to be the guest's choice.
1: Here's a song that my mother made me learn. It's called From Claire to Here. It's a terribly depressing, sad song about Irish emigration.
0: Okay. A lot of Irish songs are sad. That's true. I've noticed. Drink up. It can only get better.
1: Okay.
2: For who shared the room and we were caught up in the crack. Sleeping late on Sundays and I never got to mad. Around and we're only into fighting. My ma would like a letter home. Oh, it's a long, long way It grows further by the day It's a long, long way from Claire to here I sometimes hear a piper play Or maybe it's an ocean I see white horses dance Upon that other ocean a long, long, long way
1: Claire to hear. Yeah, Larry. Oh, I know who wrote that one. Who wrote that one? That was Ralph McTell.
0: Ralph McTell. Yeah.
1: That song is less than 100 years old, if you must know. Well, he
0: wrote a great song. I love that song. And you sing it great. You you sing in in kind of an Irish accent. I I do. I sing in a
1: little bit of a brogue.
0: Yeah. There's like a lilt to your voice when you're saying that. Why um, kiss the blarney stone? Oh, don't, pick, don't. don't kiss the blarney stone. No, why not?
1: The locals urinate on it.
0: Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Even yeah. when you said that, it sounded Irish. Yeah. Oh, when, what? I did Yeah, when you said uh, urinate on it. Oh. It was like very Irish sounding.
1: Well, I was born in Kingston, New York.
0: Yeah, but you are full-blooded I, Irish.
1: Yeah, I, do, yeah, I, I have um, my brother Ryan and I, we both have um, an Irish passport as well. And I-
0: Irish Passport? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're citizens of Ireland as well. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And h- how many times have you been over there? Three. Wow, okay. I bet you the Guinness there is really great.
1: Uh, the Guinness is good anywhere you go.
0: Well, true, but I heard the Guinness was especially good in Ireland. Even, it is, e- yeah. E- even different than it is here.
1: Well, different, yeah. It's it's great in it's great in Dublin. It's great on the west coast of Ireland. It's great in New York, and it's great in Rixie Studios. It's, it's Guinness, you know.
0: <laughs> well, it tastes great to me. Yeah. Do you still do step dancing?
1: If I've had enough to drink at a show, I yeah, I do do a little bit of step dancing. I actually teach Irish set dancing, which is a, like a couple dancing with of jigs and reels and polkas. Hmm.
0: Well, it's been great to have you here, Terry. It's so sad whenever the time ebbs away, as it always seems to do, just when we're we're having a good time. I love to hear you sing. I love to hear you play this Irish music. I want to come out and see the T. McCann Band.
1: You should come out and see us. um, We play in Kingston, New York, every fourth Sunday of the month.
0: Every fourth Sunday of the month. You heard it here on the Rick Z Show, folks. Go out and see them every fourth Sunday of the month.
1: We might be playing the the fifth Sunday in September, but every fourth Sunday, like the fourth Sunday of October, the fourth Sunday of uh, November, we're, we're playing over there in Two Ravens, if you give them a call. Two Ravens. Two Ravens on Wall Street. It's across from the BSP.
0: And where else are you playing? Anywhere else?
1: Well, we play every St. Patrick's Day down in the city at the Dive Bar. Okay. On Amsterdam. We just played the the Hooli on the Hudson there in Kingston, New York. Yes. And uh, yeah, coming soon to a local Irish festival of your making.
0: Terry McCann, everybody, or T. McCann. Go out and see him right now. Terry, thanks so much for being on the show. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Come back and see us whenever you'd like to. We'd love to have you. (laughs) You're listening to The Rick Z Show. I'm your host, Rick Z, produced and engineered every week by Rusty Johnson. Come on back next week and see who we have as a guest. We'll see you then.